BYU Cougar basketball is back in action. Yoli Charles drives and dunks. Nasty. Let's get you ready to root on the boys in blue. Long three, Haas. Yes! <laughs> TJ Haas! This is Cougar Pregame Live. On the new skin, BYU Sports Network. Our live coverage of BYU basketball begins with Cougar Pregame Live. To lead things off, let's join your host, Jason Shepard. Good Saturday evening, BYU basketball fans. Welcome into Cougar Pregame Live. Tonight, the BYU Cougars wrap up the regular season as they welcome the sixth-ranked Gonzaga Bulldogs to the Marriott Center. Thursday night, the Cougars were at the Childs Center in Portland to face the Pilots. BYU left the Pacific Northwest victorious, beating Portland 72-60. to Coach Rose talked about wanting a more balanced attack, and that is exactly what he got. Four players scored in double figures with Elijah Bryant and Yoli Childs leading the way with 15 points apiece. Dalton Nixon continues his good play, putting up 14 points. T.J. Haas scored 10, but injured his ankle towards the end of the game. After leaving the court for a few minutes, he did return and finish the game. That is certainly good news. As for his status for today, that is currently unknown. As soon as we know anything, we will pass along word. Now, the win moves the Cougars to 22-8 and overall. They are now 11-6 and in the WCC. That win, combined with Pacific losing Thursday night at home to San Francisco, locks BYU into the third seed heading into next week's West Coast Conference Tournament in Las Vegas, which that obviously now brings us to tonight's matchup with the first place Zags. And as I mentioned before, this is BYU's final regular season game. And normally a game like this would be called Senior Night. But if you look at the roster, BYU has no seniors, so that certainly isn't the case tonight. The Cougars lost to Gonzaga back in Spokane on the 3rd of the month, 68-60. to The Zags have had success against BYU in Provo, winning 4 of 6 all-time at the Marriott Center. The Bulldogs won at San Diego on Thursday night and are hoping to lock up the number 1 seed with a win today. It would be nice if Gonzaga had already locked up their spot in the tournament and did not need this game, they will certainly be motivated because if they win this game tonight, regardless of what happens with St. Mary's, who is a game back in the uh, second spot, they will lock up the number one seed heading into Las Vegas. So, tonight's player interview, talked a lot about him throughout the year. He is having an unbelievable season. Speaking of Yoli Childs, if you are an avid listener of my player interviews here on Cougar Pregame Live, and why wouldn't you be, you know that regardless of who I'm talking to, Yoli always seems to make make an appearance at some point uh, during a lot of those interviews. So I figured, you know, why not just have Yoli as the guest? Here's our conversation. All right, Yoli. So I figure, you know, might as well get you on as the actual guest for the pregame show since we usually talk to you anyway, regardless of who I'm talking to. So uh, are you all right being the number one guy in the pregame here? Uh, I'll try to handle it, see what I can do. Take me back to Thursday night. One of the things that I've said about that game, that win at Portland, I think it was a really nice team win. I mean, everybody contributed. There wasn't anybody that had huge numbers because nobody needed to have huge numbers. Everybody contributed. Is that what you guys are trying to do each and every game? Yeah, for sure. I mean, uh, that was a very positive game in the aspect of everybody was doing their role. Everyone was playing very well. Everyone came in and did something positive to help the team win. I think that's what it's all about because we see it every day in practice. Every single guy on our team is so 
so talented and you can do so many things. So it's awesome when everybody can kind of click at the same time. And I think it's perfect timing. This is uh, the time of the year that you want to start doing that. One of the things that really stands out, especially in the wins, is the way you guys shoot the ball from three. And it was interesting that... Elijah, you, and TJ all came out at the beginning of that game and all hit threes. How much does that help set the tone when the perimeter shot is falling for you guys? I mean, it's always nice when the perimeter shot's falling. Uh, I think it more has to do with the way we share the ball on offense. I think it's the type of threes that we were getting. Uh, We were getting wide open threes that weren't just open, but they were in rhythm. A lot of times when we haven't shot the ball very well from three, they've been kind of rushed threes or they're kind of open, so we shoot it, even though that might be the right shot, but when we're uh, playing in rhythm and sharing the ball the way we did, then it's a lot easier to knock down shots. Everyone talks about wanting to play their best basketball at the end of the year as you get ready for postseason play. Where do you feel this team is at in terms of the type of ball that you guys are playing? I think uh, during the season we've had our ups and downs, just like every other team in the country's had. And I think right now we're on one of those ups. I think that the way we've approached practice, the way we've approached film, the way we've just been able to just talk together and keep it real as a team has helped us out a lot in the, in the aspect of playing together. And I think a lot of teams right now, if you look at scores across the country, are struggling. And it's hard at this time of the year. It's really hard to get wins. you got to grind them out. But I think we're playing really free basketball. We're playing together. And I think uh, we can definitely play our best basketball in these next few games. You know, speaking of grinding, at this time of the year, I mean, you guys have been playing games for three months, well, longer really. I mean, for months you guys have just been playing game after game after game. What's more difficult to fight through right now? Is it the, the physical stuff or just the wear and tear on your body, or is it the mental part of just making sure that you're, you're mentally right where you need to be every game? Um, I think the, the hardest thing is probably mentally because – Every team knows what they're doing at this point. At the beginning of the year, teams don't really know how you play. Uh, Teams watch a little bit of film on you. But now when you're in conference, I mean, you've played each other already. Uh, The coaches have been scouting each other the whole season. And I think guys just know each other better. You have to be able to go to your second stuff. We talk about a lot of times at the beginning of the year, we could score on our initial sets. Here, we talk about the play after the play. Your set can get you uh, a look. But it might not be the best look, so you got to be able to play basketball. You got to be able to run your set and then go run and pick and roll, fill, and be able to make the right reads. So I think it's just it's a lot harder at the end of the year. You don't get as many easy buckets. What do you remember most about the game a couple of weeks ago at Spokane? I remember it was just intense. I mean, it's two very good teams that want to win and, and just play very hard. And, I'm really excited to have that environment again. really excited to play a very good team. With your win last night and Pacific's loss last night, you guys have locked up the three seed. Does that help in terms of, okay, we don't even have to worry about that anymore. Have to worry about seeding. It's all about this one game. Does that help at all? Uh, no, I mean, we don't. Because you weren't thinking about yeah, it anyway? I don't, I don't think about that stuff. I mean, obviously you want to win the conference, and that's the goal. But at this point, I mean... You just want to win games. It, it doesn't really matter what seed you are. I don't care if we're the one seed. I don't care if we're the last seed. It doesn't really matter. The thing that matters is going out and playing every game like it's your last game and going out and getting wins. What do you like about this matchup? Because this is this is a team, both of you guys match up quite well against each other. You mentioned just how hard fought of a game it was up in Spokane. What do you like most about about this matchup with this team? Um, I like that they're, uh, they're a very athletic team. It's really fun to go in there and bang against their big guys and 
and play big guys that are so skilled. They play three bigs and they rotate them. And I think it's a lot of fun to play against the three different big guys that play three very different games and they're all very elite at it. And then their guards are their guards are also very skilled, very talented, know how to play the pick and roll well. I think it's really fun to play great teams and great players. That's what it's all about. All right, Yearly, last thing before I let you go, and I appreciate you taking a few minutes. Final regular season home game. You've got the number six team in the country on your floor. What type of atmosphere are you expecting at the Marriott Center? should be crazy, right? Yeah, I expect, uh, I expect Cougar Nation to show out. I'm sure the Rock will be filled up, and uh, hopefully we get a sellout and we can get this place popping. So very excited. Thanks for the time, Yearly. I always uh, like talking with you. Appreciate it, and uh, good luck. Thank you. Appreciate it. The great Yoli Childs, appreciate him taking a few minutes uh, right before practice yesterday. And he was talking about, you know, the, I asked him about the atmosphere and he was talking about how excited he was to be able to have uh, that type of matchup and all the energy that comes with it. I can tell you just around campus, there's so many people, just the line of students outside people, as most people are aware of, there have been people camping out in tents for the last couple of days. But beyond just that, just driving in to the BYU Broadcasting Building today, the line of students waiting to get in was was around the Marriott Center. It was awesome to see. There should be a fantastic vibe tonight. And why wouldn't there be when BYU's trying to knock off the number six team in the country? Coming up next, we are going to head to the Marriott Center. It's our courtside conversation with Mark Durant. Mark, back on the broadcast tonight. We will talk with him next. Cougar Pregame Live continues in a moment on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. We're counting you down to tip-off with Cougar Pregame Live. 75-66, a Zuck attack in Provo. Now, let's rejoin your host, Jason Shepard. Welcome back in, getting you ready for a big one. The Cougars at home. It is the final regular season home game for BYU before Vegas. And guess who they've got in town? It is number six, Gonzaga. That will be at the Marriott Center tonight. That game set to tip off in about 45 minutes. Let's head over to the Marriott Center. And we are now joined by my very good friend. You will hear him on the broadcast with Greg Rubel tonight. His name is Mark Durant. Mark, how are you this fine Saturday evening? I feel great. I think this is uh, this is fun. I mean, say what you want about the West Coast Conference, but they got a couple teams. You know, Gonzaga, St. Mary's. It's a big deal when they come to town. They're ranked teams and as good as any teams in the country. So it's uh, it's pretty cool. Uh, it's uh, you know, I don't know that it means a lot. I guess Gonzaga's playing for solo uh, conference title, uh, but it still means a heck of a lot. I mean, there's. Uh, been a nice little rivalry develop, I think, between these two schools, and I love it. It's, it's the way I think basketball should be and rivalry should be, and there's a healthy respect, and Coach View is awesome, Coach Daniels, and I got, I mean, it's just a really classy school organization, and, and it's just fun to see these two teams battle it out. Usually the games are excellent, and uh, we had one earlier up at Gonzaga. It was a, a really great game, and I, I hope there's another one tonight. And It's just a great night of college basketball. It's a lot of fun. I thought Thursday night's win at Portland, and I, I mentioned this in the first segment, I thought it was a really nice team win. And we heard from Coach Rose earlier in the week talking about just needing more balance in the scoring. It can't just be from the top two guys. There's got to be other people contributing. And that's exactly what that win against the Pilots was. You got scoring from a lot of different guys. I really thought that was a good sign. It is a good sign, and uh, just uh... – uh, on the road, it's always tougher to get uh, bench scoring. 
and uh, BYU did a nice job there. You, you talk about bench scoring. Well, that was a big factor in BYU losing up at Gonzaga. They didn't get a single bench point, 22 to nothing for Gonzaga. So uh, that certainly is a you know a promising development. I think Nixon is really coming along. You know, he, he was kind of trending this way, and then he was hurt, and he was out, kind of had to start over again. So he's back where he was before he was injured, and the three-point shot has become a weapon for him, which really, Jason, makes all the difference. I love having Luke on the floor. No one plays harder than Luke. He's an enforcer, got a nice jump hook. But when he comes out to the perimeter and has to catch it, and that defender sinks back in the middle of the key, knowing that Luke's not going to shoot, it really clogs things up for Yoli. So... It really helps when you have either, whether it's Dastrup or Nixon, but Nixon's been a better shooter lately. You have a guy that can hit the three at that four spot. It really frees, frees open a lot of things. Rioli for one, and the dribble penetration is that big guy has to come out and guard you. So, uh, yeah, the bench play has been great. You hope it continues here. Even though you're playing Gonzaga, it's all going to tighten up when you play a really good team. But uh, you're going to be at home, so you need some uh, some bench scoring. and. It's going to start with Dalton, but this may be a game. I know Peyton hasn't played much, but he was huge in that Utah game. Is a similar type of game. He might be able to come in and really do something. And, you know, Zach Selius certainly has the capacity to, to get hot and do something. So you're going, to need a, you're going to need a guy, Jason, other than Elijah and Yoli and TJ because Coach Few is the best. I mean, he may be the best coach. And he's going to put together a plan to stop those guys or at least limit them. So you need – you're going to put some, so much of focus on those guys that you're going to need guys to step up and have games that maybe you wouldn't expect to get a win. Okay, this is a perfect segue to my next question because we were talking about Dalton, who what I wanted to ask you about. But you led right into the other thing I wanted to ask you. As, we, as you mentioned, Dalton playing really good. It's coming off a 14-point performance, which includes, as you talked about, hitting a couple of threes. Is he the fourth scorer? Is he the fourth player that BYU needs? Because I think it's trending that way. Yeah, I think he is. I mean, he's a guy that's shown that uh, when given the opportunity, he's going to come in and produce and not make a lot of mistakes and work hard, get offensive rebounds, which this team needs. And uh, and he's a finisher. I mean, uh, it seems easy when you say you just some guys just need to make a layup, but it's hard harder than you'd think. And it's really valuable to have a guy that can just make a layup. Because, again, Yoli and the TJ, when they get they get the ball, they're going to get a lot of attention. So you're going to get opportunities just to get a dump to you. you got to go finish. And uh, Nixon's a guy that can finish. And like we've talked about, can step back and hit the three. So he's a threat. He stretches the floor a little bit for you at that four position. Uh, but, yeah, I mean, he's got eight, he's averaging like eight, nine points a game since he's returned, at least the last five or six games. And, so he's kind of trending up to that double-figure line, and that's, to me, that fourth score has got to be right around there. So he's already doing it, and it's just a matter of if he can continue to, to progress like that and continue to play well. I don't see any reason why he would The Cougars are locked into the three seed for next week's WCC tournament in Las Vegas. So today's outcome won't change that one way or the other. And I asked Yoli in uh, the interview that we ran in the first segment if that actually helps take some of the pressure off because you don't have to worry about seeding. It's all about focusing on Gonzaga. And he's like, well, we were going to do that anyway, so not really. What do you think about that? Do you think the fact that they have already locked up the seed they don't have to worry about that aspect it's all about just focusing on the zags yeah i think 
I think I'm just saying you hi to with my, Yoli my good friend. I'm a non-player and I don't know what I'm talking about, just, right? That, that's part of it. I'm just saying hi to Jody Genesee, <laughs> my buddy. He's here. He's here. So uh, sorry if I got distracted. I don't mean to disrespect you, Jason, but I love my Jody. Anyway, Jody was at my house like three weeks ago for the Super Bowl party. What? What? Thanks. Thanks for the invite. Just because I, I the, don't want to. I do just not the want Chiefs to. Lost big time. I mean, no, you can't invite me. I know what your house looks like, and I don't want you to slum it coming to my home. Uh huh. Okay. Well, that's a good excuse for not inviting your friend. But anyway, answer your question. Listen, I don't think there's a lot of pressure. No one really expects. I don't think BYU to win. If you lose, like, oh, it's Gonzaga, whatever. So it's just a great opportunity. I mean, this is a free, just go out and play free and fun and aggressive. I like that Portland game. I mean, that Portland game is a nice roadmap going forward because uh, BYU came out with a lot of energy, uh, attacking, uh, hit a couple threes early, which was nice, played really good defense, really focused, locked-in defense, and it really made a difference. And the, the problem with BYU has been early in games and getting behind and then you're just clawing your way back. But Gonzaga is a team that jumps on you early. So that, that's kind of the that first five minutes may be the deciding factor in this game because, I mean, at St. Mary's, they're up like 20 points after five minutes at St. Mary's. And they, they do that almost every game. Last year in this game, they were up big early. We were up 16 at half. So that's the that's a real – and that's BYU's weakness, and that's Gonzaga's strength. So that's going to be important to watch. But I did like how BYU came out and played in that Portland game. As I, I continue to ramble on, you know, you talk about seeding. It looks to me like San Diego is going to be who you play in the first round. That's, to me, the worst matchup you could have because uh, I think San Diego is really confident against BYU. But it, it, I think it might almost help to know you're playing against a really good team in San Diego mm-hmm. because then you're really going to be focused and ready and know we got to play today. And sometimes those first-round games, you're playing against a not-very-good team and you don't come out and then they, 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 you know, they're excited and then you're in a battle. So I'm hoping, you know, I'm trying to mentally try and figure out how things are going to happen for BYU, but I did like the way they came out and really had great effort early and played really, really good against Portland in that first half. Talking with Mark Durant, it's our courtside conversation. He's joining us from the Marriott Center, now 40, 42 minutes away from tip-off between the Zags and the Cougars. It seems like, Mark, we always talk about this when these two teams match up and it just how well they match up with each other. Now, now certainly, uh, you know, BYU's not won every game and Gonzaga struggled at home. So it, why do you think BYU matches up so well with Gonzaga regardless of personnel? Well, you know, Gonzaga, as good a defense as they are, they're not a real pressure defense. I think that helps BYU. And with this team particularly, they don't have the big guy, you know, the Karnowskis or whoever of the worlds that they've had almost seems like the last 20 years. Uh, they've got good inside players, but not a dominant guy like a Landale or Karnowski. So that, that helps BYU with the matchup. And also they're not a, a three-point dominant team. They're, they're decent, but where they kill you is – just the size and athleticism from kind of the two to the five. They don't have the seven-footer necessarily, but they've got a bunch of guys that are 6'8", 6'10", really athletic. They shoot one of the best percentages inside the arc, field goal percentage-wise. But I think that's kind of where BYU has a nice little fit. I think that the problem is when you got a big, real big guy against BYU and, and a three-point heavy team, that's when they can really get into trouble. And it just seems to work. And also, you know, you, you want to get up the same for every game, but the reality is you get up more for Gonzaga. And BYU's had success, and so these guys have a feeling of confidence. And I would mention that 
that worry that I have that San Diego has confidence against BYU. Well, BYU has the confidence, not to, to a lesser degree, I think, against Gonzaga because they have had some success. That's all you can hope for, really, against Gonzaga is some success, and BYU's had more than most. And, and so it's not like they think we have no chance. I think they go into this game thinking, we really have a chance tonight, and they, they play hard. And uh, so we'll see. I mean, Gonzaga is awesome. But uh, certainly this is a team that BYU can compete with. We know that already. And uh, in the Merritt Center, I think, can win. All right, Mark, last thing. We've got about 30 seconds. Uh, we do not know what the status of T.J. Haas is. I've not seen anything official one way or the other. Obviously, he, he hurt his ankle in the Portland win, was able to come back and uh, play the rest of the game, which I thought was a good sign. If he cannot go tonight, what type of a loss is that for BYU in a game like this? It would be a terrible loss. Uh, because he's played so well historically against Gonzaga. Absolutely. And, uh, you know, they, they try and take away Elijah and Yoli a lot, but TJ's really good at getting in the paint and causing some problems. So that would be really big. I mean, he's out there stretching. We'll see what's going to happen, but he just seems to play really well against Gonzaga. You need everyone. You need everyone to beat Gonzaga. Absolutely. Mark, great stuff, man. Uh, it's great to talk to you, and we'll hear you with Greg coming up in just a few minutes. All right. We'll see you at the uh, Super Bowl party next year. Hey, I'll be in a new house. I'll be uh, I'll be in a brand-new house next year. I will feel much more comfortable inviting you over. All right. We'll see you. All right. Thanks. That's Mark Durant. That's our courtside conversation joining us from the Marriott Center. After a quick timeout, we'll check out some other scores. We'll let you know what's going on with BYU baseball at Hawaii. And it is a final from Spokane. BYU women's basketball taking on the Zach. I'll update that score next on Cougar Pregame Live on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. Our exclusive pregame coverage of BYU basketball continues. As we rejoin the host of Cougar Pregame Live, Jason Shepard. Getting you ready for BYU and number six, Gonzaga. Welcome back in. Shep with you. Let's update you on what happened in Spokane today. BYU women's basketball playing their final regular season game, taking on the Zags. Gonzaga had already won at the Marriott Center earlier this season. They won at home today at the Kennel, 62-37 to the final. Gonzaga defeating the BYU Cougars. Cougars really struggled shooting the ball today, 23% from the field, 19% from three. Brenna Chase led the Cougars in scoring with 10 points. Right now, underway in Hawaii, it is BYU baseball, the Batcats, with a 3-2 lead over the Rainbow Warriors. That game in the top of the eighth. This is game one of a doubleheader. Cougars wrapping up their four-game series in Hawaii today. They'll be back and then at Auburn next week. But right now, things looking good for BYU with a 3-2 lead in the top of the eighth in game number one. All right, that is going to do it for Cougar Pregame Live. Coming up next, we're going to get you next door to the Marriott Center for the Cougar Pregame Coaches Show with Greg Rubel. You're listening to BYU Basketball on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. Time to get the inside scoop on today's game. We've got a lot of individual guys who have actually found themselves and are really contributing to our team. This is the Cougar Pregame Coaches Show, presented by Science Bank. We haven't forgotten who keeps us in business. Now let's head back to the Bryant Heating and Cooling Courtside Seats and join the voice of the Cougars, Greg Rubel. 
Good evening, Cougar basketball fans. Welcome courtside inside the Marriott Center on the BYU campus here in Provo, Utah, as tonight the Cougars play their 2017-18 regular season home finale, welcoming in the sixth-ranked Gonzaga Bulldogs. It's the fourth straight season that these two teams have met in their regular season ender. BYU has won two of the previous three finales, both wins coming in Spokane. BYU last beat Gonzaga here in Provo, though, four years and four days ago. I'm Greg Grubel. I'll have the play-by-play of tonight's contest, assisted by my color commentary colleague, the former Cougar Hoopster and beloved Ironman, Mark Durant. And to win or lose tonight, BYU's already locked into the solo third-place spot in the WCC and three-seed at the conference tournament. We know the Cougars will open tourney play a week from today in the early game of the afternoon session on a quarterfinal Saturday, almost certainly against San Diego. We also know that Gonzaga has secured no worse than a share of a sixth consecutive WCC regular season championship and a 21st league title overall. All that remains to be decided is that the Zags can earn the one seed and an outright title. A BYU win and a St. Mary's win, and St. Mary's is up 20 over Santa Clara right now late in Moraga. Well, that would mean that uh, Gonzaga would share the crown and the Gales would be the one seed and the Zags then the two. So, Mark, while BYU's role is relegated to that of spoiler, it is a role the Cougars have played pretty well against the Zags in recent years. But uh, more importantly, tonight's the night to show that BYU's put a few things together and makes it to Vegas then with some uh, forward momentum. <laughs> Last year may have been the spoiler of all spoilers, what BYU yeah. did there. But but listen, uh, Gonzaga's a team that's won 23 straight conference games on the road, 36 of their last 37 on the road. That's basically, what, five years uh, losing one road game. We know how difficult it is because we see BYU struggle. For them to do that, it's just remarkable. So that's a pretty nice streak of its own. BYU's got a chance to change that here, and they're going to need all the help they can. I thought that was a real nice step the other night against Portland, Greg, one of the better games BYU's played this year. Uh, if they can get a big win tonight, that's going to be another big confidence boost because it looks like it's going to be San Diego, and that, that's no joke in the first round. San Diego's a team that has no fear of BYU, and BYU's going to have to play really good, so you want to be in the right frame of mind, the right position going into that game and ready to play. And uh, and besides all that, I mean, you got a, a highly ranked team on your home floor. This is what should just make your mouth water, Greg, as a player. This is this is what it is. You got them. Let's get – I don't care if it's Duke or whoever – they're on our floor. We're going to win this game. That's the attitude you got to take and really show that this is this is a place where you're going to you're going to take care of business. This is your home. Coming up next, we'll get the pregame thoughts of BYU head coach Dave Rose as the Zions Bank Cougar pregame coaches show continues live from the Marriott Center, where they say it's going to be sold out tonight here on the New Skin BYU Sports Network. You're tuned to the Cougar Pregame Coaches Show. Oh, a nice stutter step right to the rim. Flood score again. Just here, Harden. That was pretty. For more with head coach Dave Rose, let's rejoin your host, Greg Rubel. All right, so we're at the Marriott Center here in Provo for BYU and number six, Gonzaga. The Zags have won 10 straight games overall. And they've already earned a share of yet another WCC championship. BYU will finish third for a third consecutive season and a fifth time in seven WCC campaigns. Despite the Zags' historical dominance, this particular rivalry has been very competitive. The last six regular season meetings have been decided by an average of fewer than six points per game. Head coach Dave Rose telling me a short time ago that uh, he's pr- his guys really did give the Zags a good game three, three weeks ago tonight. 
Yeah, we did. We played well. We were, we were coming off a tough, a tough loss, and our, our guys, you know, uh, you know, banded together, and we we competed hard, and you know, we had a inside of two minutes or right at two minutes had a tie game, and they hit a big shot, and you know, we we got uh, possession didn't work out for us, and so you know, ho- hopefully we can uh, you know execute a little bit better down the stretch, maybe. Uh, Maybe uh, uh, shoot the ball. Uh, you know, we, we got some really good looks. We just need to need to make them. And then defensively, I think that we can do a better job on, especially on their bigs. I, I think that we can we can help a, a little bit more. We'll see. You know, last year we came in here and and we weren't going to let Karnowski just you know score at the rim. And you know, those guards hit five or six threes, and we had to adjust to it. But we we got down quick. So um, you know, and then we then it was a good game. We fought back, made it close, but. Uh, you know, it, it's time for us to win a game in here against these guys. So hopefully it'll be tonight. Well, yeah, they they flipped it on you at their place. Maybe you can do the yeah, same, right? Yeah, we'll see. I I think it's a really good team. I I, I really like how they're playing right now too. I mean, they they're, they're just jumping off to quick leads, quick starts. You know, the the, the game at St. Mary's uh, probably surprised everyone. You know, and, and not that they won, but but just how they did it. They got up quick and and you know dominated that game and. Um, I, you know they're playing for a league championship tonight, so they're going to have uh, you know some real fire to them. But I, I, I like I like where our guys are. I, I think that uh, you know com- competitively that, that they they believe in each other, and and we got really good balance the other night scoring up in Portland, and hopefully we can keep that going. Now you started uh, Dalton to begin the second half in Portland, but then when you brought Luke in, he made some big buckets for you and some big plays in the second half. Will you start him again tonight? Yeah, or? yeah, we'll we'll stay with the same lineup. Luke was. Uh, was tremendous, especially in the second half. I, I, I and you know, he, he he really he got off to a really good start and, and made the right plays. We, he just you know missed a few baskets that he normally makes. And uh, you know what the the you know, Luke and Eli, those two captains, they've they've done a tremendous job with uh, you know keeping this group together. And you know, it's hard to believe that we're here at the you know the last home game uh, you know of uh, of the 2017-18 season, but. Uh, um, I, uh, I'm, I'm excited. Excited for the guys. Hopefully, we'll get a you know a really good crowd in here, and the guys will play well. You know, really plays well when they play Gonzaga is uh, T.J. Haas. He's averaging about 23 a game against these guys. Yeah, and I, I think that he, uh, you know, the, the, how they play, uh, you know, is is good for T.J. T.J. has a chance to to get a little bit of space, and you know, he gets a shot. Uh, he, he has a lot of shot attempts against Gonzaga, which is a good thing. And then they come out, he'll make a few, and they'll come out and guard him, and then he can put the ball on the, on the floor and, and get to the rim a little bit. So, you know, hopefully all that th- all those things are working, not only for him but for Shear and, and McKay and for Eli, all, all our guards. We know that this time next year you will have a couple seniors to honor on senior yeah, night. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so we're looking forward to that. And, and uh, uh, it, it is interesting that uh, – you know, you you have a senior night, and, and we we've had senior nights where seniors haven't played, but they've been here right. to to, like rec- year, to recognize yeah. them. You yeah. know, so uh, so there won't be that emotion to deal with. We'll just get out there, tip this thing, and see what we got. Well, they say it'll be a sellout tonight, and uh, the rock already filled up early, and so this should be a, a typical BYU Gonzaga atmosphere. Yeah, exciting. Looking forward to it. All right, well, coach, good luck against these guys, and we'll talk to post game. All right, thanks a lot, Greg. All right, that's Dave Rose and tonight's Zions Bank Cougar pregame coaches show. The Cougar tip-off show is coming your way next, live from Provo on the new skin, BYU Sports Network.
It's almost time to hit the hardwood. Big shot, score! Dalton Nixon! Right to the rim, up and in! This is the Cougar Tip-Off Show, brought to you by BYU Creamery, the classic BYU tradition. Have a scoop today. Siegfried and Jensen, helping Utah families for over 25 years. And by your local Utah Honda dealers. Now, let's head live to the Bryant Heating and Cooling Courtside Seats and join Mark Durant, along with the voice of the Cougars, Greg Rubel. Well, good evening once again from the Marriott Center here in Provo, Utah, where tonight it's a BYU and sixth-ranked Gonzaga, one of three nighttime games on tap in the West Coast Conference. And while BYU's WCC tournament seeding has been set, the quarterfinal opponent uh, yet to be totally set, but that may just be moments away from being a formality. Based on my reading, if St. Mary's can defeat Santa Clara today, it will lock in San Diego to a six seed and set up BYU and USD in next Saturday afternoon's quarterfinal at 1 o'clock Pacific time, 2 o'clock Mountain in Las Vegas. And the Gales leading late may make that matchup firm here rather shortly. Earlier today, Pacific lost its third straight game, lost at LMU, had a 16-point lead in the second half and let it slip away. So LMU wins that. LMU will be the 8 or the 9 and play Portland in Las Vegas next Saturday. Uh, Pacific will be either the 5 or the 6, most likely the 5 at this point. Uh, Pepperdine and Portland uh, play later tonight. Uh, That game not very consequential except for the 8-9 positioning for Portland relative to LMU. San Francisco-San Diego you'd think would have a lot of importance, but USF's already locked into a four-seed there as they try and join BYU, St. Mary's, and Gonzaga as the only WCC teams with a winning record this year. Those are the scores and the schedule notes, in addition to BYU and Gonzaga here this evening. So again, more likely right at this moment that it'll be BYU and San Diego next Saturday afternoon. All right, Greg Rubel, Mark Durant with you here courtside. Our statistician is BYU's sixth all-time leading scorer. Russell Larson, our scoreboard studio pregame, halftime, and postgame host is Jason Shepard. Our control board operator is Carter Malloy. You're listening to us on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. Our satellite flagship is BYU Radio, Sirius XM 143. Our over-the-air flagship, KSL News Radio. We are also on network affiliates in Idaho and Utah and around the world online at BYURadio.org, BYUCougars.com, KSL.com, and the BYU Radio app along with the BYU Cougars app, the KSL app, the TuneIn Radio app, wherever you are tuning us in tonight. We thank you for joining us. Well, Mark, in, uh, in contrast to most of Dave Rose's seasons at BYU, the current campaign is not uh, actually ending with BYU on a roll right now. Now, a lot could change. They could finish with back-to-back wins here with a win tonight, certainly. But uh, Thursday's win in Portland, as you kind of mentioned, one of the better games of the year. And BYU showed some uh, encouraging signs of life from starters to bench players alike. A win tonight would, of course, be a massive shot in the arm. And BYU has a history with Gonzaga. The Zags know how hard it is to beat BYU. They know how hard it is to win a game in Provo and just how hard BYU plays when they play these guys. Even though there are no seniors for BYU to honor tonight on this would-be senior night, I expect an energized home court vibe. They say it's a sellout, and, man, a win would be such a nice springboard in the tournament time next week. Yeah, I mean, this uh, BYU team's kind of like my marriage, Greg. My wife married me, and she thought, man, this guy's really something, and had a lot of expectations for me, but I, I kind of continually disappoint her and all that, Greg. But uh, I hope one day to really make something of myself. And, and this is BYU's opportunity. Even though it's kind of been, you've had a bunch of different opportunities and never quite 
kind of, you know, it's kind of almost there, but not quite there. And you've had some bad losses, but this is the chance. Now you got you find got another chance. Life's always about another chance. This one tonight is huge. You, you beat BYU on the, here on your home, or you beat Gonzaga. Hopefully that's not a Freudian slip on your home floor, <laughs> and uh, and that, that's big. And then. That gives you a lot of confidence going in the tournament. Maybe you do something you've never done before. Maybe that's the thing that will make this team special because I know these guys think this they've got something special about them, but you've got to do special things to, to be considered special, and this is their chance. So I'm hoping they come out with that same fire they had at Portland to attack, play smart, keep the turnovers down, shoot the ball well from three, and that's a springboard into doing something great next week. I, I mean, that would be – how fun would that be, Greg? We'll, awesome. we'll see, but uh, this is a big step to doing that. All right, when we come back to the Marriott Center, my pregame interview with Gonzaga assistant coach Brian Michelson. That's ahead as the Cougar Tip-Off show continues on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. This is the Cougar Tip-Off show. Raise it up, no, the tip, no, the follow, yes, Let's head back live to courtside. All right, so BYU in sixth-ranked Gonzaga tipping at the top of the hour. Just after the top of the hour, the official tip time is now going to be 6.08 Mountain Time after a three-minute slide for television. It'll be on ESPN2 tonight's game. Zags have won seven of the last 11 meetings with BYU, including three consecutive wins here at the Marriott Center. BYU and Gonzaga last met only three weeks ago tonight. It was a game the Zags won by eight after the Cougars tied the game late. It was an outlier game for Elijah Bryant. BYU's leading score was held to four points on one for 11 shooting on that night a short time ago. I chatted with Bulldogs assistant coach Brian Michelson and asked what game plan carryover should be expected from his side tonight. The biggest thing, especially on the road, is we got to take great care of the ball, and we got to have a toughness about us. This is a, one of the tougher places in the country to play, and so we're going to have to really stick with it, um, you know, both physically and mentally tonight. I thought toughness was actually uh, one of the things you relied on quite a bit in Spokane in beating BYU the first time. Yeah, I thought we were decent, and you have to be because they're they're big and they're, they're physical and they're tough. You know, Brian's a huge guard. He's a downhill guy. Um, obviously, Yoli speaks for himself. And then up at our place, uh, Worthington played great. And I know Nixon had a great night, that, great night the other night. So I think we talked about this the first time, that they're one of the really the few teams in our league that can physically match us, uh, especially inside with their depth and physicality. How much do you give, your, you give yourselves credit for Eli's uh, one for 11 night at your place? Uh, I think we dodged some bullets. He sees, again, I think he's the, the premier guard in this league. And uh, I think, you know, he had some things. I think maybe he rolled his ankle a little bit on that charge and wasn't feeling great coming into the game. So, you know, I thought, I thought our guys tried as hard as they could, but I think we just dodged some bullets with, with him missing shots. TJ tends to play pretty well when he plays you guys generally. Yeah, he's been great. And, and he's a great player. We talked last time about how, how good a players Bryant and Yoli Childs and, and TJ Haas are. And TJ was great at our place. He made threes. He got to the rim. And, you know, I, I think that uh, we're a team he's always dialed in against. It's funny. I go back and I look at that first box score, and I see that uh, Zach had uh, the 1-3, just one for six. Man, it was a big three. Basically, like, play of the game, I thought. Yeah, and he's had that, and, and that weekend was kind of that. You know, I went back and looked at those, and he, he was really not scoring very well against San Diego either, which we had in that same weekend, and he hit two in the last two minutes. So um, he, he does have a knack for that. He's an incredibly confident kid, and uh, especially that weekend. I mean, all three of those threes came at crunch yeah. time. You guys are on a roll right now, uh, 10 in a row, and rolls are something you guys get on pretty frequently. What's been maybe a, a consistent tie in the current run you're on right now? Um, 
I, I think, like we talked about, I think our guys have really bought into that toughness aspect, sticking with it. Uh, we've been taking much, much better care of the ball uh, overall in league play. And I think our defense, for the most part, we've had some bad stretches, but for the most part ha- has been with us, whether we've been at home or on the road. So six straight league titles, 17 of 19, whatever it is. Uh, there can never be taking for granted how tough it is to win a league championship. You have a piece of one. How much of winning it outright uh, is, is a real motivation? Uh, it's always a motivation. It's always our primary goal is to win the league title. And like you said, obviously, getting to that share Thursday night was huge. But uh, knowing that you know tonight gives us a chance to, to get it outright and is the only chance we have at the number one seed in Vegas next week, yeah. uh, I think adds some, some motivation. But um, the guys know what they have coming here tonight and in one of the toughest places we've ever played in, like I said. With guys who win so consistently, how much celebrating was there in San Diego in getting a share? Uh, the guys acknowledged it, and especially this year. I mean, they, they were aware of where we were picked in the league and, and how overwhelmingly uh, we were picked second. And so, um, but, but not much because, again, uh, we respect this program here in BYU so much, especially in this building. I mean, we've been to darn near every building in the country, and I'd put this as, as one of the top two places we've probably ever had to play in in terms of the difficulty and, and the type of crowd you get in here so they know what was coming down the pipe. Is it fair to say that that St. Mary's unanimous pick was a driving factor throughout the course of the season, or is it something that was done, forgotten about, and then revisited when you won it? Um, probably more that second one. Yeah. You know, I, I think I think early on the guys were were a little, you know, definitely noticed it. But then you get you get in the season, and it's just about how are you going to be the best you can be? How are you going to win each game? You know, as it goes. And then obviously we dropped that one to St. Mary's. I think that was like our seventh game. And then we knew, boy, we we got to win a streak here to get back to them. And then obviously we have to beat them to have any share. And so that kind of just became yeah. the focus. All right. Well, Coach Michelson, good talking to you again. We'll see you in Las Vegas. Thanks. We'll see you guys. All right, that is Gonzaga assistant coach Brian Michelson. Before we get to our UB the Judge feature, it's gone final in Moraga. St. Mary's ends up 16-2 and in the West Coast Conference, dispatching Santa Clara by a score of 67-40 to this evening on the uh, Gales Senior Night. So St. Mary's at 16-2 and will share the WCC Championship if BYU beats Gonzaga. And St. Mary's will be the one seed in Las Vegas if BYU beats Gonzaga. Should the Zags win, they'd be the solo champs at 17-1 and and be the one seed in Las Vegas. So that has just happened and gone final in Moraga. So the uh, task before Gonzaga is plain and simple. Time now for You Be the Judge, sponsored by Legally Mine. Legally Mine equals asset protection. Go to LegallyMineUSA.com to learn what you can do to stop lawsuits dead in their tracks. And here's tonight's BYU basketball trivia question. Tonight's game will mark the 12th time in 14 regular season meetings that BYU's played Gonzaga with the Zags ranked in the top 25. Wow. Of the preceding 11 meetings, how many has BYU won? BYU's been unranked every time, and Zags have been top 25 in those preceding 11 times that we're talking about. The answer is coming up next as the Cougar Tip-Off show continues live from Provo on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. Welcome back to the Cougar Tip-Off show. Oswald drive it to give to Yoli. Yoli with the thumb and another and one opportunity. Let's rejoin Greg Rubel at courtside. 
right, so getting you set for BYU and Gonzaga. First up, the answer in tonight's You Be the Judge trivia question brought to you by Legally Mind. Tonight's game will mark the 12th time in 14 regular season meetings between BYU and Gonzaga that the Zags have been ranked in the top 25. So the 11 previous times when BYU's been unranked and the Zags have been top 25, how many of those games has BYU won, Mark? Hmm. Well, I know they've only won six altogether against Gonzaga. And I know one of those was certainly in the tournament. I'm going to go with four or five. I'm going to go with four. Ooh. Five, I mean. That's yeah, what I meant. That's what I thought you five. meant. Five. So it's five. Yeah, BYU's five and six when playing the Zags with the Zags in the top 25 and the Cougars unranked at the time. So it's happened before. Will it happen again? The Cougar Tip-Off Show continues right after this on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. The Cougar Tip-Off Show rolls on. Touch pass, Celius, three. Got it! Zach Celius makes it a one-point game. Let's head back live to courtside. Let's pause 10 seconds for station identification on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. KBYU-FM, HD2, Provo. You're listening to Cougar Sports on BYU Radio. All right, we're going to pause for our national anthem as we get set for BYU and Gonzaga. Maybe time to quickly squeeze in our Timpanogos Regional Hospital injury report brought to you by Timpanogos Regional Hospital's emergency room. We'll actually pause for our anthem. to 23,000 for current ER wait times. The Timpanogos Regional Hospital Injury Report. TJ Haas tweaked an ankle late at Portland. He's okay. Good to go. That's excellent news. That's the main injury news of note tonight. Tip-off is coming up next following our starting lineups. This has been the Cougar Tip-Off Show on the new skin, BYU Sports Network.